Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his friend Jake gives you sports betting tips. I am your host, Professor Sides, for the latest updates and information. You can find me on Twitter at Professor Sides. You can find my friend Jake on Twitter at my friend underscore Jake. This college basketball episode covers select games scheduled to be played on Tuesday, November 8th, 2022. In case you're here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickstheprofessor.com slash new for a primer and explanation. You can pause it if you Otherwise, the goals for this episode are to share key information about these games, give you some things to think on, and explain why certain plays are being made. We never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick, but rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with us or against us before investing your heart or money. Remember that Sideline has graded plays on every single game. It is always take what you like and take the rest. If you have questions about any of these games, the best place to get answers is on our Discord. That can be accessed through Patreon. Link in the show description. As always, remember there are no locks in gambling. So what Sideline provides are loves, likes, and leans is A, B, and C great. Dedicate its confidence level with respect to scaling wagers. However, please understand that good and bad events will occur. So as much as we'd like to say we'll be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Jake, we're not quite done yet as of the time of this recording with day one. Sideline's full set of picks are hovering right around break-even. Um, with regards to the picks we made here on the show yesterday, I, I feel like we had a lot of bad luck. I talk about this good and bad variance. You don't expect to hear all, about all the bad variants and, and show one. You hope yeah. to have good variants. I was hoping to be here and talk about good variants be like, yeah, hey, we got lucky and got this and got that because it's much more fun to say that than the other way around. Yeah, everything kind of broke against us. I mean, Villanova being up uh, 18 inside of a minute and then gives it all away. Foul yeah, I, I, that, I knew that one was over. I was like, at most, it's going to be 16. I mean, there was yeah. no way that was going to fall no, apart. That, that was nuts. I mean, TCU forgot how to play basketball and almost lost. That was wild. Run. I mean, wild. The, the under was still there, but they just couldn't figure out how to play any defense. Yeah, and, and as I mentioned yesterday on the show, we had an A-grade pick on Pine Bluff and all those points. Didn't didn't need all of those points, but had DC played any defense, that game went over with literally 10 seconds to go in the game. I mean, there was a good chance. DC did what we never saw coming, and we still almost got the under somehow. Yeah, which was just crazy. I mean, Auburn had a pitiful offensive performance, shot 33% from the field, 16 from beyond the arc, and under 70 from the free throw line. They just couldn't get us any points. I mean, Mason wasn't much help, but they were be- they shot better than Auburn, which is wild to say, and they still lost the game. Uh, man, that Queens-Marshall game was, was wild. Yeah. I mean, that was – I don't know that we ever had that one. I think it was too close the whole time, but I, yeah. definitely, didn't, I definitely didn't pick Marshall to shoot four free throws in a 40-minute game. Right. And, right. and they hit three or four of them, but I mean that was kind of. And then I mean, there's some fun stuff in day one, right? You had TCU almost losing. James Madison, I'm sure, committed some kind of crime to be up 72 to 11 at halftime. That's just mean. Uh, Florida State gets beat by Stetson. USC, last I looked, I, mean, I think the game's still going on. It's getting beat by Andy Enfield's former team of Florida Gulf Coast. And I mean, not just getting beat. I think it was close to a 20 point game. It's pretty bad. Yeah. This is wild day one. I love it. Yeah. Well, then we, we talk about VMI. There's a lot of chatter about that in our Discord as well. The number that we picked it at doesn't cover. The number that it gets to that we talked about all day does cover. So yeah. uh, this is why I always say, you know, people ask me a lot, you know, hey, do you, when the number does like that, are you not playing it now? I'm like, no, I'm still playing it. And that's hopefully you got it at that plus 22 and a half. Yeah. 
you know, other than injuries, injuries, guys not playing, that's a different story. Or sometimes talk about like football, if, if weather changes a total potentially. But otherwise, you know, we make a number, we make a pick, and if something moves, if nothing changes, I'm not going to get scared off. We're going to say we trust our numbers, we trust our handicap, and that's how that VMI thing worked out. If VMI hung in that game too, uh, that one wasn't necessarily as bad of a beat as much. They hung in for the whole game and then just couldn't hold on for us. That was less of a bad beat, more of just a frustrating. Yeah. yeah. They just, you know, they just didn't have it for 40 minutes uh, type thing, and, and that sort of thing happens. But again, if you have plus 22, plus 22 and a half, uh, that still worked out for you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a fun day one, uh, lots of ups, lots of downs, which is kind of what you expect with the, with this many games not that many here on tuesday only eight games we're gonna cover four of them but before we get to that some reminders please hit that like button if you're on youtube also if you aren't yet please consider subscribing and following it's free and if you turn on notifications any of the college basketball movie or college football content this channel provides got that wildly long episode one of college football out there and then we'll have the later episode uh in the week to wrap out all wrap up all of the college football uh, week 11 stuff uh, and of course we've already mentioned patreon but check it out if you haven't yet lots of great benefits that you found above and beyond what we do here membership starts just three dollars per month www.patreon.com slash picks with the professor hey even if you don't check that out we are still thrilled to have you here we'll get to it all lines courtesy of bet online sign up link in the show description and current at the time of this recording again we are late monday night here the a plus play of the day the model has three official a grade picks uh, but Jake, the one that you like the most is Montana and Duquesne. Duquesne is a six point home favorite totals 135 and a half. Sideline says this should be Duquesne minus three. So we're getting some good value here. Taking the points with Montana. I, I don't know about you and the handicap specifically these two teams, but it kind of does remind us of that Ohio game that we talked about here on the first night where it's like, there's a lot of ways that you can still win the game and not cover when you get out to these type of numbers like this. Uh, what's uh, why is this your favorite of all the A plays today? Like I, I'm, I'm kind of a Montana fan here. I, I'm expecting bigger things out of them. They finished third in their conference last year. I love them plus six. I'm gonna little, put a little bit on the money line personally, Ooh, all right? Because they returned four or five starters off a team that finished third in the Big Sky. Um, the Dukes of Duquesne have 10 new players on this team. Uh, who, and, I mean, they went 6-24 and 24 last year, so there's there's not much – there wasn't much there to return. Um, there's, there's a good reason they got new players, I guess. Yeah, and, I mean, the same coaches there, and they, they averaged all of 10 assists per game. I mean, there's players that almost get that, and what this whole team was getting last year. Um, under under uh, I can't say his name I think it's Dan Brot the coach they've had two winning seasons and two seasons under ten wins uh, so I I don't see much I don't see them getting together and being able to beat a Montana team who should be very solid who returned most of their production and plays very good basketball for the level they play at I, I really think plus six here is a gift I'm, like I said I'm going to put a little bit on the money line and in general if you like a pick on the spread the money line probably makes sense too there are some exceptions to that but that's never a bad idea so just people ask me that question a lot I say in general if you if you want to it's it's there's rare cases where i would say no you really want the points in this specific situation i probably say it more in football than anything else yeah. so i absolutely would endorse that as well sideline would endorse that to say that the plus odds in the money line there are going to offer you some value uh if you wanted to sprinkle a little bit there on to the best B side here. Sideline has three B grade picks for you to choose from today. 
and you have chosen the Mercer and East Carolina game. Mercer is a one and a half point favorite. Sideline says that East Carolina should be a one and a half point favorite. So grabbing the point and a half with East Carolina offers a little bit of value. Of course, in this case, taking the point and a half or money line are probably pretty similar plays here. You're going to win them uh, about at the same rate, obviously. Uh, Jake, what is your spin on this one? So bear with me here a little bit. Mercer is a very old team. They've got eight seniors. That makes me a little hesitant on this, but I still like this ECU team. They got a new coach, new blood, brought in some big time, big transfers like Quentin DeBinjay from Tennessee, Jaden Walker from Iowa State should make an immediate impact. Um, they've got some talent still left. It wasn't barren. Uh, they're Mercer also lost their top three scores and their highest returning guy only had 10, uh, 10 or barely broke 10 points a game. So there's not, a lot of scoring there so they're pretty much going to be brand new even though it is eight seniors and i think that's enough plus the home court of be, uh, being at ecu i think really will push this over the top I, i'm not and i think ecu wins the game but taking a point and a half is never a bad thing yeah absolutely all right the jake on a limb segment you got this one here on opening night we'll see if we can't make it two in a row the game we're going to highlight here is Ryder and providence providence is a 13 point favorite Sideline says it should be 13.5, so leans Providence minus 13, but not really a huge edge. For the most part, the model says on this one, either way you want to go isn't crazy. Total on this one is 139. And just as a side note, Sideline does like the over in this game as it says it should be 142. So expecting a few more points than what the experts are projecting. Uh, Jake, which way are you going on this one, given that the model is mostly giving you the shrug emoji? I'm going to ride with Ryder. No, uh, no uh, Providence here has lost all five starters. Um, they, they hit, I mean, they hit the transfer portal pretty hard, but Bynum is the best returning guy they've got. He was a very important player, very good player. It's fun to watch. Uh, and But Bryce Hopkins was probably the best pickup of the transfer portal, um, but he barely played at Kentucky. I'm not sure how much of a huge impact he's going to have. Uh, I mean, there's uh Cooley is a big bonus to this team. He's a great coach, but I don't yeah. think he gets it all together here immediately. Uh, Ryder is a very experienced team who came very close and was finished the year playing very well uh, to winning the uh, MEAC, MEAC, mid, whatever that one is, M E A C um, conference. They lost to Monmouth, and I think Monmouth ended up making the tournament, um, but it was a four point game. Um, they returned most of that team. I don't see any reason they don't continue how they finished the year and keep playing, and they'll keep this one close enough with Providence that it'll surprise most people, I think. Uh, they're in the MAAC, not the MEAC. Oh, I'm sorry. I wrote that down wrong. With the vowels. With the vowels. The <laughs> MEAC is, the, is more of the southern schools, Virginia, Virginia. Uh, uh, Carolina is that area. Yeah, um, I would be lying to you if I told you I knew where Ryder was. I'm guessing it's up in the Northeast because I think the Mac is more like in, in the Northeast because I think that's where like the Manhattans of the world are 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 in. So um, there's a lot of schools in Division One college basketball. There's there's definitely some people watching this who that's their schools, that's their conference, and so we apologize for our lack of knowledge there. We try to be fairly well versed, but it's hard. What's hard? <laughs> All right, so to the shake and bake with Jake. This is where, uh, in general, the model has two things it likes, or at least Jake does as well. Um, this one, of course, being a parlay, we're not aiming for, you know, most of these, obviously, you know, we're well-versed with 52.4%, the percent we need to break even. 
obviously can't really care about that after night one. It's a long season. We're going to try to build up, right? And, you know, we're aiming for 55, you know, something like that percent's pretty uh, great success rate if we can do that for the course of the season. This one, we don't have to hit the high because the big plus odds, right? So this is one of those, if we can hit one out of three or something, we're in pretty good shape. Uh, missed the first one here, but we got a good shot tonight, I think, with Sacred Heart and Hartford, the Sacred Hartfords, I guess is what we can call this one. Uh, Sacred Heart is a one-point favorite. Sideline says that it should be 2.2, so a little bit of value here of laying the short number on the road. Totals 144, so I'd like this to go under that as it expects 138 and a half points. So we're expecting not necessarily a low-scoring game, but it's just not to be quite as high-scoring as uh, the experts indicate and Sacred Heart more or less just to pull out the road victory uh, at your standard, you know, plus 260-ish, depending on uh, where you're getting this odds. Uh, Jake, what is your reasoning behind choosing this for your shake and bake today? Like, this is more of a situation pick. I mean, Hartford, I don't know what's going on at that school. They're trying to move down the D3, which that's it's bonkers. Yeah, which is wild. But yeah. just D2, we're just going to move all the way to D3. The coach hated it, didn't want it to happen. He quit today or yesterday. Either way, a day or two before the game. Uh, and I was reading in some places, half the team or close to half the team is walk-ons. There's, I just don't think Sacred Hearts, Hartford's got enough talent on the roster, one, to get the scoring up as high as it needs to, to get over that total, and two, to stay in the game, especially a one-point game. feel really comfortable laying one here and playing the under. I just – I, I think there's too much outside noise going around in Hartford, I, and it's not like either of these teams are loaded with talent anyway. Um, so I think Sacred Heart's going to be able to take advantage of this situation pretty easy. Yeah, when you look back to last year, this Hartford team went 99 in conference, 12 and 20 overall. So, I mean, they weren't terrible necessarily, but they weren't lighting the world on fire. And now it looks like it's just a situation that's uh, – you know, getting a little worse. Uh, so for our parlay of the day, we'll go Sacred Heart minus one and the under 144. And this is where we would shift to talking about some totals. But on a day like today with eight games, you never have to press. And so one of the things I've told Jake is, hey, if you don't like something, don't force it. And that's the same advice I would give you, viewer. Uh, we obviously, it's fun to have action on things. And, you know, there's eight games. So if you want to drop a tiny bit on every game just to see if action, I'll obviously have some fun with it, right? And be responsible, have some fun, whatever. But with regards to our best picks, we're not going to try to press here. Jake doesn't have another total that he really likes. So we're just going to skip that. That's going to happen from time to time on shorter slates. So there's a lot, a lot of games. It should not be hard for us to fill all the slots. But at this point, these are the four best plays uh, that, that Jake can recommend for you. And so we're going to leave it at that. There's no must-see TV game, Jake. Well, I mean, tell the people why they should be watching like Milwaukee and Purdue, right? I mean, you can always learn about teams here. And, I mean, there's times to figure out. And it's also always fun to see what teams that don't see guys like Edie do. Mm -hmm. So that could be fun to watch because, I mean, he's a walking mismatch everywhere he goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a talented freshman point guard that Purdue has. could be fun. Uh, and Milwaukee's a brand-new team. New coach. I think they returned three players total. So could be uh, could be better than we expect. Who, know, who knows? Up there, it's a coin toss. Uh, there's just not a ton of great action here in this er like early first couple of days. Teams are trying to get their cupcake thing. So this is where you – 
you kind of want to lean on the football podcast here and listen to that first part. It got Mac action happening, which mm-hmm. was very exciting games. I think three games. So yep, this could be a good time to just watch that. Keep your eye, keep your eye on the Purdue and a couple other games. See how that's going. Or, you know, we always talk about, right, if, if you're not into the college football and you're just watching college basketball, not a bad night if you have some friends to go out and just see them because there's going to be a lot of nights coming up where you don't see them because you're watching a lot of college basketball, right? Take out your significant other, you know, go, you know, call up your parents, you know, call up your kids, right? Whatever, you know, if you need to get some extra work done, get that done. If you need to watch some Netflix, whatever it may be, right? Only eight games. Maybe get some other stuff done tonight. You know, work up some good wills because – this weekend and early next week is going to be loaded with some good games. So yeah. we'll like work, earn your goodwill here so that you can take the weekend off. Yep. Yep. So a lot of the college basketball coming later in the week and obviously all the college football stuff, but otherwise those are the four best plays that we can give you for today. Jake, any party words before we sign up? No, I'm just feeling a little, a little beat up after <laughs> all the bad beats tonight, but yeah. faith. long season. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it straightened out. Long season. One of those where you feel like you hit the ball well, you just land out at the shortstop. We'll go next AB, right? Yep. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for tuning into this episode of Picks the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content we provide on this channel is dropped right into your feed. We'll be back again tomorrow with more college basketball betting content. And until then, it's always best of luck. And remember, you can get your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.